Good evening and welcome to Sportletics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Stephen, the independent thinker, my cousin Chris, oh sorry, cousin Chris, he's got a little shadow on him. Cousin Jen and Keith, the constitutional conservative. Uh, the FBI searched President Biden's Rehoboth Beach, Delaware home and did not find any classified documents. The Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles are the NFC playoff champions on their way to the Super Bowl to face Kansas City and Phoenix, Arizona. Pre former President Trump joins President Biden, President Obama in condemning the horrible beating of Tyree Nichols. NASCAR's Burton Smith take win in racing Mustang GT4 and claims victory in a four hour Michelin pilot challenge season opener at Daytona. The National Archives is asking all former presidents and vice presidents to check for classified and presidential documents in their possession. Tom Brady retires for good. Do you believe him? And with the new rise of coronavirus variants, the FDA halts authorization of the drug Uvashield. Djokovic wins 2023 Australian Open men's single final. Jenny Taylor talk about it. I don't know how he got into Australia. The Obama-Biden White House agreed to negotiate with Republicans on the debt ceiling, even though interest rates were raised again today. Um, who is Congressman George Santos from New York? I don't know. We'll talk about who you think he is. And we'll talk about who he actually is. Stephen, let's talk about NASCAR. We're back in season. What does that mean? Um, and what, what was that race in Daytona Beach? This race in Daytona Beach was a, a, a series that they're doing. It, it takes two drivers to do it because it goes over a certain amount of time. It could be uh, four hours, five hours. And, you, and the guys... We'll come in for a pit stop, and another guy will jump in. It's 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 really an interesting concept. And this time, uh, uh, Jeff Burton and a guy named uh, Zane Smith, who drives uh, full time in the truck series, they got together and won this thing. If they uh, were driving a Mustang, then and it was obviously the best car, and it generally is in in most races. And but uh, here, I don't know much about Zane Smith. But Harrison Burton, it comes from almost racing royalty he, because uh, he's the son of Jeff Burton, who was a, a legendary driver many a couple decades ago. And his brother is Ward Burton. And you wouldn't even know they were brothers if you heard them talk. And they take Jeff Burton, listen to him talk and listen to Ward Burton. They're like two totally different people. Jeff Burton sounds like he's from the city. And uh, Ward Burton sounds like he's from the deepest part of the country. It's hilarious to hear Ward Burton talk. And uh, Jeb Burton is Harrison Burton's uh, cousin. So this is 
all in the family. And the reason they won, I believe most of the reason is because Harrison Burton is such a great driver and Zane Smith is up and coming. And these two guys, remember Harrison Burton and Zane Smith, because they will be full-time NASCAR drivers, no matter what happens from here on out, because they are capable and they are really good at what they do. And they come from lineage that they were born into this. They were born with a steering wheel in their hands. They were born with uh, a gas pedal on their foot. So uh, I'm not surprised that they did well. Mm, the poor mother. What must she have gone through? Well, you know, this is this is what happens. I, I I didn't think about that point there, Todd, but that that is something to ponder. So um, to people like Todd, who doesn't know, who doesn't understand or know about uh, NASCAR, um, what did you just say? I don't even know what you're, he doesn't know what you're talking about. He was saying that because they were born with the steering wheel in their hand and a gas pedal on their foot. It must have been rough on the mother. It was a pretty funny joke. Oh, okay. He'll be using that next week. (laughs) All right. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, they were just born into this. They were made to do this, and this is this is what they're going to do forever. So, and their kids will do it as well. Okay, so that's like, um, all right. I'm not even going to make that joke. All right, thank you. Let's move Come on. on. That's all right. Let's move on, Jenny. The yeah. Australian Open. How did Djokovic get into Australia? Not being vaccinated. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't really look into that. All I just. Uh, I guess Australian um, Open, right? Yeah, he won. I guess they just um, came to some kind of arrangement. Maybe he was under kind of some kind of stricter quarantine protocol or something like that. So I didn't really look into that. But yeah, um, so he did win. Um, he was expected to win. I definitely expected him to win uh, from the outset. Um, and he just kind of, he just, man, this guy just, you know, people, have strong feelings for him, you know, one way or the other, but he's definitely going to be, if not the greatest, one of the greatest of all time, you know, it's him, Nadal, Federer. Um, again, Nadal is my favorite player, just, you know, just because his style and, you know, as a person, but you just can't take anything away from uh, Djokovic. You know, he's, he's got his sort of mind body um, uh, in, in, in sync his mind and body are in sync and he's just a machine out there. So he played Stefanos Tsitsipas and uh, Stefanos did not play a bad game. You know, Stefanos is one of the top players. Um, You know, I was watching, I heard some of the announcers say that, you know, maybe he wasn't as aggressive as he should have been, you know, maybe, um, uh, but it's hard to be aggressive against Novak. I mean, kind of no matter what you throw at this guy, you know, um, some of the stats, and it, it, it was really close. It was three sets, but it was um, two tiebreakers. So those t- uh, two sets were very close. Um, but Djokovic, you know, when there is, it's, it's a, you know, tennis is a game of like just very small. It's a small measure of sometimes how you win or how you lose. And just a few points separates uh, if you win or lose. So um, he got most of his uh, first serve points won. Djokovic did. Um when it came time for break points, and that's when you go up by two, when you go on to win the game, you know, he, he got two out of five break points, one. Um, doesn't sound like much, but we, again, dealing with just, you know, increment increments in the, in the game of tennis. So um, 
Stefanos, this is his, you know, he was, this is his second final. I believe he was in the French, French open also lost to Djokovic. So, you know, there, there might be a mental aspect um, maybe going forward with, you know, him playing Djokovic. So, um, but that's just, again, a testament to Novak. So Stefanos is, is very good. He's definitely going to win a grand slam. Um, you know, he's, he's almost there. So that's the men's side. So the women's side, um, uh, Arena Sabalenka won. This is her first Grand Slam title. She was, you know, she's been kind of tied. Wait, before you yeah. go to that, Russian, isn't she? Wait, yeah, she's before Russian. Before you go to that, um, two things. One, didn't um, Garagos get a? Wasn't he? Didn't he get a uh, operation or something? And in Instagram or something, he put up his middle finger from his bed after surgery. Um. So I'm sorry. Who is this? This is, is somebody Gar- who is Garagos. Oh, Curios, Nick Curios. Yes, Nick Curios. Oh, I can't stand him. <laughs> oh, I can't stand him. Him and no Djokovic can't stand him. It's about three or four of them. Uh, I can't stand. Uh, They're just tacky, uh, <laughs> wrong, just wrong. Curios. <laughs> Didn't he have Curios had some sort of surgery, right? Because he was I, in his bed and I think on, on he Instagram. Had and he put up his middle finger, like I made it through surgery, I'm good. And he put up his middle finger, which right. I'm not I think doing. I'm not sure, but I think he had reassignment surgery. <laughs> oh, that's what must uh, did Keith have that? No, uh, I thought that was gosh. Steven. I did. I had an I had a, it's called an adedictomy. All right. Well, um, all right. I'm going to kind of steer this uh, car back to tennis. Um, so, Lord have mercy. I didn't see that Instagram post, but um, you know, if he did that, I think he's. I don't know if he's might be saying to other players like, you know, I'm. I'm not. I'm down, but That's I'm not, not out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what his message was there, but I, I didn't see it. Maybe I'll look at it. So um, again, for the women's side, um, a Russian player. Yeah, you're right, Todd. A Russian player, Ariana. I'm sorry, not Ariana, sorry, Arena Sabalenka. Uh, she won. She beat uh, Elena Rabakina, who's the um, current Wimbledon champion. Um, so these two folks are, you know, um, just really coming into their own. And so these are kind of new people on the scene and okay. rel- relatively new. Um, and we're still but, bored. Yeah, but Arena Sabalenka, mm-hmm. you know, she's uh, maybe had some – she's got – if not, you know, maybe the most powerful player, one of the top three most powerful players on the women's side. And uh, she's had some control issues with her serve. Um, and that kind of played her last year, but she just turned it around, got herself in gear, worked on her serve and just worked her way right into a grand slam final. So Elena Robachina, um, you know, this was a close, close match. Um, again, three sets, just like the men's game. Um and very close. Uh, Sabalenka came back from one set down and won the next two sets. Um, but it was a it was kind of a pleasure to watch because these are two power players just hitting the ball short points. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing about the women's game. Usually it's you know longer points because um, the you know they don't have the the power that the men's game do. But you know this was like watching like just you know again the points were very quick. Um, serves were super hard. And um, so it was just it was just interesting to watch. Uh, so you know, going forward, we'll see how consistent uh, you know these players are on the women's side. There's, I think, there's like a maybe not since Serena's gone. You know, Venus, you know, not really playing. Uh, 
there hasn't been that one dominant player since Serena. Well, there's uh, Coco, of course. Yeah, yeah, Coco Golf. But I'm just and, talking about like who's going to be, you know, on the men's side again. We had Djokovic, we had Nadal, we had Federer mm-hmm. winning pretty much 80 percent of the Grand right. Slams for you know the last 10, 15, 20 yeah. years. So, right. and, but then and Andy Murray, Murray came back, and I thought he was going to. Um, yeah. You know, he's 35. Sometimes he forgets he's 35 and plays, you know, off the chain. He mm-hmm. plays ridiculous. Um, yeah. Love watching him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know how long, you know, we're going to have Andy as far as playing the game or playing at a at the level he used to play. But right. on the women's side, you know, it was just Serena. It was Serena who's, you know, winning all the tournaments and who's the dominant player. And a couple other players, too, um, who yeah, were. Yeah, like, um, uh Asian and black. Um, uh, oh, Osaka. yeah. Um, yeah, Osaka. Yeah, she's yeah, right. You know, she's not going to be in there for a while. But just, you know, um, besides Serena, you know, yeah, Naomi Osaka. Um, okay, um, we're bored Snow, and we want to move on. What is going on? Todd so and we'll Jenny see. are talking about tennis and none of us. I know. So again, I do not know who these players are. The I know, Eagles I are going to the Super Bowl. When are we going to talk about the Eagles? Going going I was getting ready to end. I was getting ready right to now? end. Just saying. Don't that, get you know, intimidated we'll by these ghetto oh, queens. Trust me, I'm not. I'm no, no, that. I'm talking to Jenny. I said I, I, to clearly, Jenny clearly not tied, to be intimidated by you ghetto queens. So we're going to see what's going to happen about tennis. And so go on, Jenny. We were, I think hell? we were on I Osaka. Thought we don't talk tennis until after like spring sometimes. Isn't like Wimbledon the beginning of the season or something like that? It's like Wimbledon no, US Open. No, ma'am. I mean, as long as football is going on, we should not be talking about tennis. <laughs> right. don't you so, guys yeah, drive Dr. Jenny away now. <laughs> we're not, we're not. Everybody should we, be we flushing a toilet. We should all be flushing a toilet. Don't keep turning, Keith. Keep your face <laughs> okay. in the screen. No, that's all right. It's it's good. That brings uh, excitement to the show. No, right, so that's like tennis. Yeah, Rogaine. How's that Rogaine working for you, Keith? You got that oh, bird's nest going? Yeah. That's terrible. They're, Go ahead, Jenny. Let's finish this out. Because they are a sponsor now. Wait, yeah, Jim, so, before right, you so this, say this last thing, Stephen is such oh. a copycat and a thief. He said we should be flushing the toilet right now because no, I said everybody should me. be flushing the toilet because of tennis. I know because you flush the toilet. When we talk about real sport, you flush you flush yes, the toilet. All of us should be flushing the toilet in your honor talking about tennis because it's, it's so boring right honor. now. Don't well, be trying no, to swag. Don't Todd be trying to swag copyright. on him. It's not in his Todd honor. Todd has a copyright on the toilet flushing. Yeah, yeah and that's right. And nobody cares about tennis. Only he can do that. care about tennis. Nobody, like nobody tennis cares about sometimes. tennis. Listen, nobody but not cares right about now, NASCAR. Because the Eagles are going hey. to the Super Bowl. Hey, Republicans. Why are talking about tennis? Yeah, hey. Why, why are we hey, Republican, you just talked about NASCAR and Aguna fell asleep. I know, but Please. she asked me to talk oh, about NASCAR and it's over. You will never Please. stop talking about tennis. We're over tennis now. Yeah, we talked about NASCAR for a little bit. Okay, let, let's, Jenny, go ahead. And, yeah, right, let let, let, let Jenny from the block. Let Jenny from okay. the block finish. Thanks. Like this, <laughs> all right, this went on a little too long. But, right, again, on the women's, Jenny. like I said, um, really? you know, you got Iga Sviantek, who's fairly new, but she's she's been pretty consistent. Simona Halep, um, Iga Sviantek, uh, 
uh, and a few other play, you know, Coco Golf. You know, so we'll see. Um, Simona Halep actually, um, she's kind of fighting some um, charges that she used some illegal, uh, you know, drugs uh, as far as um, well as far as sports. Um, right. So, but you know, we'll see what that you know, see what, how that ha- turns out. So there's some you know players that are you know hopefully going to be consistent over the years, and we'll you know maybe have like a top three uh, in the women's game. Um, that we'll just see kind of over and over again. That's kind of nice. So anyway, next uh, tournament up is the French Open. So there'll be a lot of warm-up yeah. tournaments until then. So Which is played on hope- clay. So hopefully played on clay. Uh, Nadal. I knew that, by the way. I knew All right, nice. you did. All right, so hopefully Jenny, you can stay on for the Eagles because you are an Eagles fan. Aguna, the oh, sure. Eagles are going to where? the Super Bowl. They're going to the big game. Big game. Oh, oh my God. Come on now. Here Come on go. with it. But he's going to flush the toilet like awesome, like awesome sauce going on around here. Can you believe it, Ty? Can you believe it? High five, Ty, right there through the screen. All That's right. Well, I said from the very beginning, if you can recall, I said if the Eagles keep playing like they're playing, right, here we go. they're going to take it all the way to the World Series, and here we are. Thank you, Black Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. Sure. What did you call we him? Have hair of what? wool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so look, it's not it, it wool. Is a beautiful. To be clear, this is not wool. It's not wool. This is good hair. What's that? <laughs> oh. What is? It? Yeah, okay, it's fine. From, it's it from, it's from the barber shop. It's from, it's from right, the floor. Come on, come on, Eagle. come on. We're running out of time. Come on. Let's talk about how the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl and the Buffalo Bills did not. Oh, I'm, all, see, I'm not gonna kick a man while he's down. First of all, the I'm Eagles played a, a, a string quarterback. The what? Eagles played a fifth string quarterback, so they y- y'all shouldn't you be sound too, a little bitter. I wasn't gonna give you this smoke, Chris. I suggest you just chill out. Hey, I suggest you just say congratulations. I've been watching football for forty I years. Smoke, Chris. I didn't even know Josh Allen. I wish Josh Allen the best of luck in the flag football tournament he's going to play in. He's not going to be in the You're going to be in the Super Bowl. He's not going to be in the Super one of the things I knew going into this season, my expectation was just very simple. Can we win two more games? We went, we were nine and eight last year. If we could just get to 11 and six, possibly 12 and five, you know, win the division, maybe win a playoff game. I'm good. Not only did we do that, we went, we won 14 games, won several playoff games, and we're in the Super Bowl, far exceeding expectations, right? But now that you're in the big game, well, now that you're there, you got to close it out, especially considering the field that we're playing in right now. The NFC is not the strongest as it was in the past. And now you see what's going on, on the AFC side. I don't believe it. They just basically beat each other up. They beat each other down. And now you have a Kansas City team in there that's, that's you know, maybe not full strength, but doesn't have Tyreek Hill and some of those pieces. But let's talk about the Eagles Journey to this point, though. I mean, you have Sariani. Look, look, think about Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman for a minute. You know, general manager and president, right? He hit gold twice. Two back-to-back coaches in their second year have taken this team to the Super Bowl. Sariani in his second year in the league. You got 
Jalen Hurts, who is a second round draft pick, you know, leading the team to the Super Bowl. You have Gannon, Stitchin, two second year coaches, off, offense coordinator, defensive coordinator, just bringing these guys along. And it's like, it's a beautiful thing. And they're fairly healthy. They're fairly, you know, they're poised. They're humble. Jalen, Jalen Hurts is humble. There were a lot of question marks about him going into the offseason about having a noodle arm and not being able to throw and read defenses and all those things, even though he played well at Alabama, he played well at uh, and Oklahoma. So the season, the season for the Eagles has been, I wouldn't even say a Cinderella story. It's been more about the team. It's been more about a bunch of men coming together and actually believing in themselves. Cause I will tell you right now, myself included, nobody thought they would be where they are uh, right now going on the potential, potentially, you know, being able to win their second Super Bowl in franchise history. So it's a great thing. I did not go to the game because I was scared. I'm not going to lie, okay? I was scared because I knew I was disappointed. Set up. Thing, you know, things have to happen for a reason. So I mm-hmm. stayed away. Yeah. I stayed away. Because you're bad luck. My Eagles bar down here in Arlington. Shout out to Renegade and the D.C. Eagles Wings Nest. But – yeah, we got it done. It was a beautiful game. I know Chris is going to hate and say, oh, it's a four-string quarterback. Listen, the reason why they lost, A, first thing, San Francisco was very much overrated. Ten-game winning streak, right? No, they weren't. No, they're not. No, they're not. Let me finish. They were overrated because, again, he was Mr. Irrelevant. He was a third-string quarterback, right? He hadn't played a game on this side of the Mississippi we know the last two months, right? He didn't face a defense. I mean, you saw what Dallas did, and Dallas has a mediocre defense. So he didn't face a really strong No, they're not. Dallas the has last, a good defense. In the last couple months. Dallas has a okay. good defense. You saw where the Raiders took them to overtime. Michael Parsons. The biggest, the toughest opponent they played was probably Seattle on the road in Seattle, and Seattle's not a very strong team. So what happened is you have Mr. Irrelevant coming into Philadelphia in front of these seven. And he got, he got hurt in the first quarter. Now, I wonder why. Why is that? Because he hit his arm. They hit oh, his arm. Who hit his arm? The, a defensive guy That's hit his arm. That's why I know the Chronicles of Riddick hit his arm. The let me say this, Aguna. Who right. was better Who was better than the NFC East? Nobody was better than the NFC East. That's why you're flawed. You said the AFC was the best. You said the AFC was the best. The NFC East put in three teams – Put in three teams in the playoffs, and the Skins were that far from making it into the playoffs. The NFC East was solid this year. That helps the Eagles because their whole, the whole, we were all good. All of us were good. Now, what they, they, now, who was, who did they have? Kansas City going against Denver, going against the Chargers. Going against whatever. I think there's a point in what you're trying to make somewhere, Stephen. But yeah, there is a point that you were in. The NFC East was solid. They usually call us the NFC least, but we were solid this year. We all had a winning record. The analysts never gave us credit for being a strong division. They said we had a weak schedule. This year, we proved we were a strong division. So, it doesn't matter what the analyst said. We so proved the, I'm we were talking strong. about the game, Stephen. I don't care about the division. All right, I'm talking about the situation. I know because you can't give anybody else props. You can't player. give no props to nobody else. Do you it's think all the Brock Purdy had played the whole game? Absolutely, we would have won. Oh my god! So let me you tell you something. Purdy okay, let me let me ask you something, Purdy Chris. Let's go with it. I'm gonna unbake. Let me unbake Chris's argument right here. So you're saying that Mr. Irrelevant. 
who yep. hadn't played a game against a top 10 defense and hadn't come to this side of the Mississippi and hadn't played a strong road team, hadn't been on the road, you're saying all of a sudden he's just this provincial Tom Brady guy that's going to come no. in here. No, he, he, if he, he hadn't got he hurt, hurt if he hadn't got hurt, it could have went the other way. That's what Chris is saying, and I agree. But here's where you're how about if they didn't give the Eagles a first down? How about if they didn't how about if the officials didn't give you a first down? How about the Eagles if the officials gave y'all the first down when the man didn't catch the ball? And then it turned into a touchdown. He didn't catch the ball. Okay, How come nobody so could see that? How come nobody could see that? It was 24 to 7 versus 31 to 7. Who was still back now? No, there was wait, no, it was the first, it was the first seven points. Okay, take it was the first seven points you scored. The first seven points you scored was illegitimate. Steven, you're talking in circles. Shut the up. first it's seven the points you scored, you know, was, was illegitimate. Congratulations to Philadelphia. For you, to you who don't understand right, the game, you, you can't sit here and say if Brock Purdy would have played, it would have been different. He got knocked the hell out the game because of the defense he went against. You, it's not like he hurt himself getting off the bus. He was on the field. He had a chance to make plays. He didn't. That could happen to any. That could happen to any quarterback at any time. That's how it's done. You knock him out the game. That's what happened. If Gardner Minshew had played, would the result have been the same? That's not that. That's irrelevant. Probably that's, not. That's nonsense. You're saying if Gardner Minshew would have played, Brock Purdy suited up. Brock Purdy was on the field. Brock Purdy took a snap. But Gannon's defense and the scheme that he brought against San Francisco, oh, it's not. It's not the Eagles' fault that Shanahan had a second-string tight end trying to block one of the leading pass rushers in the league and got him knocked out the game. So you said, oh, anyway. oh well, the Eagles. Oh, the Eagles got lucky. No, it was the scheme they brought against them. And At the end of the day, they could have ran the ball. They could have done a number of things. They didn't. Okay, give the Eagles props where they where it's due. Congratulations to the, the NFC. Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles are good. The Eagles are good, but the game could have went either way. What well, you, you guys listen to too much Sports Center? Okay? No, no, we, we had in the game. Chris and I have Coulda, coulda, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Well, if we know, uh, we know, the Redskins would have had Carson Wentz starting and not Howell. Maybe we could have went to the. So when the Eagles, so I don't know if you guys remember, back in 2003, Donda McNabb got knocked out of the championship game against the Carolina Panthers, right? I do remember that. Nobody sat there and said, well, if Donathan wouldn't have had broken ribs all of a sudden. I mean, look at Carson Wentz against Seattle. He got knocked out the game by Clowney and had a concussion. Nobody was sitting there saying, hey, well, the Eagles would have won. They still would have been like, you know what? Seattle still had a chance, regardless. Because their defense their was razor good. thin margin. Defense was the good. best teams the played. The way the game was supposed to play out. All this the best teams should've... played, That's and you came out ahead that day. Now, any given Sunday, you are, just be happy you're going to the Super Bowl. What's the result? Just be happy you're going to the Super Bowl. Can you tell me exactly? That's the result that we're dealing with right now. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You guys are sitting here trying to. Sure we're not. We're not. We're not trying to do again, anything. Listen to what you're saying, though, Chris. You're saying Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant yes. in the draft. He was irrelevant for it a doesn't matter if he was irrelevant in the draft. Does, he was relevant. Exactly. He won every game he played. He won every game he played. First, my first point is, if he was good, he'd be in the first round. He no. won six games. Why? Good. Because they didn't 
force him to make the decisions and to have to go up against. He got hurt. Did. You didn't beat Brock Purdy. He got saying. hurt on his arm. You didn't beat him. Your defense didn't beat him. He got an injury. Okay, how did he get the injury? Because somebody hit him on his arm when he threw the ball. How did the person hit him on the arm? Because it happened. Because it happened, Laguna. This is what happens in football. Sometimes people get hurt. Because sometimes people get hurt. Laguna, you're being ridiculous. He got sacked. Because of the defense, Steven. Because nobody, a quarterback never gets sacked. In your world, Aguna, nobody ever gets sacked. Aguna, your your point is is ridiculous. No, it's not. It's the defense that sacked him. Right, and defenses sack people all the time, Aguna. It's not. It's not. Oh, this is the greatest thing that ever happened. The defense sacked him and hurt his arm. This would not have happened if they were a better team, Aguna. You're acting like a ten year old. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just going, going with the reality. The You're acting like don't a 10-year-old. The reality is the quarterbacks can get hurt by the other team's defense, no matter how good or bad they are. I know you're passionate You're being ridiculous, Aguna. you're being a silly fan. No, I'm not. Let's go back and talk about tennis. Todd, let's talk about tennis because Aguna's lost his mind. Aguna's lost his mind. Let's spend the rest of the show trying to find Aguna's mind because he lost it. Stop, Steven. It's okay. You Stop. don't have a point. I get I'm it. Out. You talked enough. At the end of the day, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. And we know. Speak, there are a lot of haters. Yeah. Of haters. We're not hating you. Congratulations. So now, so Stacey, if we could talk about the actual Super Bowl game and not this nonsense. We're still Let's talk talking about, about the Super Bowl. Team. I can't. All this speculation. We it's won more. the game. Get over. You won the game. Now we're playing against Kansas City. This is going to be a good game. I think this game, you know, it could go either way, right? You have a number one offense against a, a, a decent defense, depending on what Patrick Mahomes does. Now, he doesn't have the weapons that he had last year. He doesn't have Tyreek Hill. He still has Kittle. He has Juju. He's got a couple of uh, up-and-coming receivers. Coney from New York, he, special teams may be an advantage for Kansas City as well. But the defense of Philadelphia, especially with the, at the corners, the secondary, with Slay and Bradbury, it's going to be an interesting matchup. And if you look at the interior, especially if you look at like the D tackles in Philadelphia, I mean, you have Sue, you have Lavelle Joseph, you have Hargrave, you have Fletcher Cox. These guys, other than Hargrave, Sue and Lavelle Joseph, those guys are in the 2010 draft. Same with. Um, so these guys, you know, they don't know if they're coming back next year. Of course, the Joseph and Sue won't come back. So these are veteran guys that are playing probably the last game. They want to ring. They're going to so they're gonna try. They're gonna, excuse me, Chris. What they is won't get it. <laughs> it. No, I'm not not a ring. No. So hey, here's wow. the thing, Chris. If you believed in the Buffalo Bills, why should we take your word now? I mean, clearly your football acumen has some question to it. First of all, you know you said mean, that I mean, so I'm glad that you said that, Chris. Because if you've proven yourself wrong, and Stephen has proved himself wrong numerous times. I'm glad I've I never proved myself I wrong. Name it. Name what I was wrong. That's the same thing. Come I haven't been weeks. wrong. We're going to revisit the conversation. You were wrong. I think, I, think thought- that, I think the Eagles defense is, is very well poised to go up against Kansas City. I think Kansas City, if you watch that Cincinnati game, I think the Eagles defense, are they're better than Cincinnati's defense. And I think there are pass rush, clearly 70 sacks on the year. You know, we get after the quarterback. 
So at the end of the day, you know, I think it's going to pose a little bit more of a problem for Mahomes than Cincinnati did. And if you look at that, if you look at the weapons that Kansas City has on offense, you know, they don't have these high power receivers. They're going to do a lot of dinking and dunking. I mean, they have a pretty Pacheco, the running back for uh, Kansas City. He's very fast. Yeah. Um, but he attacks the outside. He's not going to be like up the middle. And Mahomes is going but to get McKinnon. McKinnon is going to score a couple of times. Who is McKinnon? Who he is play, he's the other running back. Nobody even knows who he uh, is. He's nicked up too. Even. So here's the other thing with Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. Again, if you watch the Cincinnati game, there wasn't a lot of push up the middle. They didn't really get him off his mark. He gave everything to make that run at the end, and he drew that um, penalty, uh, that 15 yard that kind of sealed it at the end. But up until that point, you saw with a high ankle sprain like that, it usually takes several weeks. Yeah, it to does. Heal completely. And hey, so hey, if you have right, a Nick right. Mahomes going up an Eagles pass rush, and then right, you right. don't have a lot of, you don't have this stretch the field type receivers out there. I think that's going to be a, a formidable matchup to watch. On the other side of the ball, right. the Eagles offense and the Kansas City defense, Kansas City does not have the same defense as the 49ers. I think the 49ers have one of the best defenses. The, the best world. defense. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why we put 31 points on them. Because but they the lost, day, they lost, the day, they lost their both of their uh, quarterbacks during the game. The, um, Kansas City defense is going to run into some problems, especially on at corner position. Because you got to they lost, the, they lost two quarterbacks gotta, during the game. Guard, um, they don't play defense. Have an adult conversation. These little child over here. He's trying to. Okay. Hey, hey Guna, uh, let me ask AJ you this, Guna. Let me ask you this, Guna. And Devontae is going to pose some problems for you know the the secondary of the Kansas City Chiefs. And then if you look Aguna. at the linebacker position, that's the other part is the running game of the Philadelphia Eagles. I what is the name of the stadium? Account for Jalen Hurts. Aguno, Aguno, what is the name of the stadium? No, it's not. It's State, it's State <laughs> Farm Stadium. The count. If you saw the 49ers, you saw Warner and Greenlaw. Warner and Greenlaw. They're playing at State Farm. Stadium. Okay. You're, you're, only, you're only heard that Patrick Mahomes. You only heard Patrick Mahomes does all of their commercials. So you have Greenlaw. They want Patrick Greenlaw Mahomes to win. Why? Kansas right. City's going to win. Stacy, Stacy, Stacy. What's happening here? Yeah, Kansas Greenlaw City's going to win. Are two of the best linebackers in the league, and you saw they were neutralized by the read option, right? So if you look at Kansas City's linebacking core, they're going to have to make some decisions when it comes to Jalen Hurts. So it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting matchup to see. Now I will say this: typically Andy Reid comes prepared, right? So he's going to have Kansas City's going to win. I'll lay it Chris out. Chris is right, but I don't think it's going to. You still got to play the game on the field. So as much respect I have for Andy Reid. I, I I don't think people should underestimate the Philadelphia Eagles defense. If it comes down to coaching, uh, Kansas City will win. If it comes down to talent, Philadelphia's got a better chance. Okay. I think so, uh, how many times won. has Andy Reid won championship games? Uh, twice. Twice. Yeah. Which ones? Twice I, I only Kansas counted City? one. Kansas City. And he won, he won. He went to Super Bowl with Philadelphia. He but went he to the Super win. Bowl. He, he, didn't, he, didn't he only has one Super Bowl. So – the point being is a lot of times Andy Reid overcoaches himself in the big games. You, and then we're not even talking about AFC, NFC championship matches. Right. right? Okay. So, uh, yeah, granted, he's, he is a Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, these guys got to play the game, man. And so, right. you and know, I've seen Andy Reid get outcoached a lot well, in my tenure. 
And so this is no, it's going to be no exception here. You got to, at the end of the day, they got to make plays out there. I think the if Eagles quarterback will is 100%, win. It's going to be hard. I think the Eagles will win. Only thing they probably oh, yeah. need is a few forwards and maybe a center. And they, I think they'll have it in the back. They got the best you know, I mean, every time, every time I count the Eagles out, they usually surprise me. So all this batter about this and that, I mean, hey, these guys have been overcoming adversity all year, and they have a lot to prove. And if you look at Sue and Lavelle Joseph, Sue in particular, he, he he's a nasty D tackle player. He, he's he's the kind of guy that's going to get in there. And he said he wants two rings for his twins. Right. So that's the kind of guy. I mean, those nasty D tackles that are that are hungry for it, that will do what it takes, that can smell the champions, that can smell. Hmm. Look at Aaron Donald last year. These guys want it, man. And I don't I see don't that know type of hunger you, on the other side of the ball in Kansas City. I don't City. know I'm if you can go just because he said he wants a ring. Steven been saying he wants a ring from Keys for I don't know how long. <laughs> okay, so. they've been on their knees for a while. <laughs> they've been on their knees on this show for a okay, while. Okay, thank so you. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Thank you. Um, I predict the Eagles will win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I hope they win too. I, I'm sorry. I, I kind of stepped oh, away. Sorry, Jen. Yeah, that's okay. I was really bored or whatever. So I heard her flush the toilet. Yeah, just no, say, I'm just, just playing. Say vaccine. I, I, I right, should just I was, yelled out Dr. Fauci or something. And Stephen okay. Okay. No, I was not bored. I just want to say I was not Dr. bored. Fauci's I love the Eagles. Jesus. See? I, I, I love the Eagles and I hope we do win. All right. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. There are a bunch of haters on here, though. Bring all the CNN.com article. The CNN.com article says the U.S. Food and Drug Administration on Thursday halted the emergency use authorization of Evusheld because it does not appear appear to protect against COVID-19 from viral variants currently circulating in the United States. It is a mono monoclonal antibody therapy used to prevent COVID-19 and immunocompromised people who are less likely to generate an immune response from COVID-19 vaccine. And what makes it so crazy to me is that the Republicans, and let me see, I can uh, change that. Uh, The Republicans have passed a bill yesterday to end the COVID-19 public health emergency. So I'm not understanding, let's start with Keith, how uh, the House Republicans passed the bill to end the COVID-19. Which means what specifically? Maybe one of these Republicans can answer. Well, I'm asking I'm asking Keith to say what it means. Okay. House Republicans passed a bill on Tuesday to end the COVID-19 public health emergency moving ahead with the legislation despite the Biden administration announcing one day earlier that the declaration would end in May. Mm-hmm. They're basically saying the pandemic is over act on a 220 to 210 party line vote because they have majority in the House. Mm-hmm. And if you can see this, can you see it on the screen? This is by thehill.com. The measure which stretches two pages would terminate the COVID-19 public health emergency on the day it is enacted. Uh, It's unlikely to move in the Democratic-controlled Senate. Uh, Keith, what does that mean to end? And I think I hear somebody's What does that mean to end the... um, No, I'm mute, Keith. 
proclamation of a pandemic to end COVID-19 public health as a public health emergency. Mm -hmm. Keith? He's on mute. To end it as an emergency simply says that uh, the federal government will no longer be able to tyrannize over the rest of us. And also the states, hopefully, will um, not tyrannize over us and and cause us to uh, lock down again and do all these other things that, you know, we've been doing the first time around. No, um, we haven't been locked down in years. I don't see how that, I really don't see, I mean, it's not going to. I was hoping for an educated conversation. Clearly because uh, the president, uh, Biden is not going to sign anything before what he wants, before his agenda, you know. And uh, he ke- and he changed the date twice. He said, uh, once he said the 11th, and then he said uh, another date. So but what, I, what does that date do? What does that I, really do? It doesn't do anything, as far as I'm concerned. I don't see why. Well, it, it guarantees access to certain funds. Following the science. Like that. right. This is a, a symbolic gesture for nothing. It was going to expire in May anyway. To do it no, early. Just the, the funds are going in. They're, they're putting money into it anyway. They have other ways of getting funds. So they're the funds. So, so you agree it's a, just a gesture. It's not really doing yeah. anything. Yeah, it's not really. I so why do it? Well, because uh, Republicans feel they they need to do something to contradict uh, this president, make it look like they're fighting against him. So How I think about that, their job, not all their it. job. That's not that. Who cares about? I mean, if their funds oh. available because it was a public emergency. It was, and you see, yeah, but the people saw what it, the it, funds it, be available. No one's did, making you wear a mask. No one's making you take a vaccine. But if those people who because want access to that care should get it. All of our rights. It's no, none of your rights have been suspended. Our well, rights are suspended. Can you go outside your house right now? Can you go outside your house right now? Didn't keep mine, and uh, we should have kept Can our Can you job. go outside your house uh, those without people a mask? wearing masks? So all of those things were uh, you know, a part of it. This emergency. They used emergency power. Okay. So you, so if you go outside your house right now, you'll get arrested for not wearing a mask. Uh-huh. No. Okay. Now I want to move okay, on so because I, mean, I, that I don't understand what rights going in the circle. Or what or because you don't honor those rights. Don't. don't okay. Aguna, Aguna, you can't do that because this goes nowhere. Slow. So it, it's a symbolic no. gesture that they said oh they were going to do because they're playing for the cheap seats. Okay. 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 So what? You pass the legislation; it's going to be dead on arrival in the Senate. Yeah. The, the Biden administration said it was going away anyway in May. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. What? Come on. I agree. There's other things okay. that are more important. Go ahead, cousin Todd. You had something to say, obviously. I agree with you on that. Uh, on that. Yeah, I just didn't want Aguna to get caught up into that jerk. Um, I know. I know. I think. I goes, think it's very. I think it's very what? important for our viewers to understand. You know where? What's the difference between rhetoric and reality is? Right, so I wanted Keith to explain himself right. and well, give himself he, enough, <laughs> enough well, rope to choke you know, himself, talk, which is that, which is exactly what he does. Okay, all right, and, now, and that's important for our viewers to hear. Okay, because this is uh, not right. reasonable so right here. You no. are okay. Yeah. Certain people who want to get vaccinated, who want say, access to the I care said, under the I emergency part, won't have it now. Facade. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to get to without this kind of back and forth. But, but it's important for them okay. to hear Stacey. that because that's the opposition that they're listening to. That's right. You know, no, they're listening. He, okay. he could have uh, had an opportunity to say it, make an in-depth point, and he chose not to. No, he that will never happen. Point. Okay, now let me get this in. Oh, go ahead. Good lord. Good the lord. People who can't afford this will have to go without it now. 
No, you talk over This me. is what the um, Democrats didn't want. That's why they <clears throat> put that date off. They were following the science. And so um, for the Republicans, and this is what... But they people, never follow the science. This is what people, uh, Republicans do. They vote against their own interest. Like a lot of these people can't afford this vaccine. It was free. So that's why they were getting it. Now you will be charged for it, thanks to the Republicans. You see? Yeah, but but that's not against their own interest, though, Todd. Their interest is to make a point and to do no, no, I no. Got your politics. Poor people like Keith and Stephen can't afford it. Luckily, uh, Keith has insurance, but they if don't you don't have insurance, it. they don't want it. That that's the thing, Keith and okay. Stephen. They don't wanted want it. it. Keith got it. Keith pretended. Like it was mandatory that he get it, and it wasn't. He got it because he wanted to get it. But you, but but you know, it's interesting because as you can see, they're in, they're more interested in doing I got your politics. Keith is like tyranny yeah, and does. losing all he these races. At the end of the day, if you want to get access to care, you had it under this emergency act, like you were talking about. By taking that away, what does it really do? Nothing, because it's dead on arrival in the Senate. So it's just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Okay, thank you. Um, Todd, I'm talking about the horrible, horrible, horrible death of Tyree Nichols. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, these five police officers, uh, and here we go again with the traffic stop. And uh, they say he was reckless driving, though there's no proof of that. And um, to be pulled out of your car and thrown to the ground and then beat, you wouldn't do that to a dog. And I don't care if these people were black or white or in between, you can't do that. So I want these uh, murderers in jail. Um, now, what happens is um, they operate really quickly now and uh, they were fired almost immediately. They should have been. And charged almost immediately. But I've never seen that done before. Have you? I always say, see them when they say, well, we're going to do an internal investigation. It may take us six months to a year. And I knew that was nonsense when they used to do that, when they were white cops doing all the beating and killing. But now all of a sudden they jumped to it. And in a couple of weeks, they're fired. And a couple of weeks later, you're charged with murder. So I just want this to be the standard now. I don't want this to be um, uh, the, these people to just be the scapegoats. This should be the standard. It should be swift. And everybody should want that. Just be fair. If the police were fair and they didn't do anything wrong, wonderful. But let's keep it fair. Okay. When you see cops doing this, right, you don't want these people on your uh, police force. So, Stephen, I have to ask you, this is horrible. Um, if you see, these are the five Memphis police officers indicted. And for them to have beat that man to death, the, can you imagine the pain that he went through De dealing well, with that, that beating? Well, they were obviously racist. 
They hate black people. That's why they did it. It's because they're racist. They're racist people that 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 hate black people. That's why they beat him up. I've heard it might be a rumor that one of the cops knew this guy and that he was having sex with the other with one of the cops. Oh, That's why theories. No, no, no. I said I don't know if it's true. Then don't so bring I it up. Qualified it, Todd. Stop. I didn't talk when you were talking. I don't care. I, well, I don't know if it's crazy. true or not. But what I do know, let me say this. This is my main point on this subject. Anytime five guys around me have guns and they say, get on the ground, I'm going to get on the ground. I'm going to put my face on the ground and my hands are going to be out. I'm not going to ask questions. I'm not going to seem to resist. No, and this did is how not you seem live. to resist. Todd, and Todd then- listen, you don't, you don't aggravate the cops. And that's what he did. Did the he cops did not. Should he all of these cops should all of these cops be be uh, go to the firing squad? Yes. Did were they awful to this individual? Yes. But this individual brought it upon himself as well because he would not comply. When the cops say he get did, on the ground, don't get on your knees ground, and look at the cops and say, What do you want me to do? No, you get on the ground, you, you put your face on the that. ground, you put your hands behind your back, and this is how you what live to another do? day. You put your hands behind your back, Todd. This is this he is where he that. made a mistake. And okay, did they so beat Chris, him to death? Yes, they beat him. The he died three days later. It's wrong. Chris, but you have Chris, to do what the cops say. Chris, the cops I tell you to get on the ground, get on the ground. Okay, Chris, I could not watch this video. It Just seeing the beginning of it was just so horrendous. And to hear him, just like George Floyd did, Call out for his mother. His mother, yeah. But before he, he did out that, Stacey, mother. you have to correct the nonsense. Stephen did not watch the video. I saw he the video. Not on the ground. He complied. He, he asked, did not. What he did kept, I do? He kept, the only thing I wish he had done was, was run away from the cops. That's the only thing I wish he hadn't done. Right. He, he did not run away beat. from the cops. You're asking. He for- was getting beat. Go ahead, Chris. You, you, you're asking for to run away from the cops. Good or bad, either you're right or they're wrong or whoever's right or wrong, you still shouldn't run away from cops. Because so stand there and get... A, a, a butt beating is better than being beat to death, Todd. How do you know they weren't going to beat him to death before he ran? He thought he was going to be beat to who, death. Who has ever so ran from the cops and turned out for a good situation? I'm not, I'm not saying the cops were right. I'm not saying that at all. But you never run from a cops and it never ends up good for the person. Just lay there and get beat to death. Okay, let me get Steve, uh, Keith. Keith, this was horrendous. Uh, you're on mute, Keith. This was horrendous. This man did not deserve to be beaten to death. He did not deserve to be beaten to death. It's horrendous. This should not be going on in the United States, Keith. What right. did you think? Well, from my um, professional uh, point of view, you know, as a use of force uh, instructor, I would say that they were wrong in the way they used force. Um, not yeah, they the point that they beat him to death, but the point uh, that they started out in restraining him. Because I saw the video, and uh, their restraint uh, was very poor, very unprofessional, the way they tried to get his arm behind his back. Yes, it looked like he resisted, but that's because they did not put him in the proper hold that they could have held him. And also they picked him up and then one officer punched him in the face, you know, sucker punched him while he was standing there with the other cops holding his arms. So that, that was, afterwards. was a uh, imminent threat to him. 
professionally, uh, you know, you could say that, well, the cops, he felt that they were an imminent threat to his life. So he took off and ran. That was the wrong thing to do. I agree. But why was that wrong? Off and ran. Well, you don't you don't take off and run. You you don't so do what that. do you do? Run to the police think you have something. Okay, like what do you do? You? Tell me what. All right, you so did. let me get a guna in here. You can't talk the whole show, Todd. Let me get a guna These in people here. People are coming up with crazy stuff. Tell me what should he do? Aguna, they talk about these type of Aguna. They talk about these type of squads that different police uh, departments have, and I guess they combat combat different types of crime. And they said this was a specific squad that after this happened was disbanded. They got rid of it altogether. Yeah, but even so, for these men to beat another man like that, and they knew, they knew they had those cameras on them. Why do it? Yeah, I mean, part of this, it is definitely a lack of training and restraint on the on the side of law enforcement, if you look at some of the tenure of these cops that were involved on the squad, there wasn't a supervisor present, right? So part of it is, yeah, he shouldn't have ran, but at the same time, you know, one of the things that they are taught in their training is how to de-escalate the situation once the threat is neutralized, right? So what's happening in, in the video, as you can see, the adrenaline's going, and even though they're trying to neutralize the threat, you know, according to the officers, um, they're giving multiple commands, conflicting commands. Yep. Nobody was really in charge. So it is kind of a derelict of duty on their part. Now, as private citizens, we even though you, you can you're supposed to comply with the police, you still have certain rights, right? So if they have if they're stopping you and they don't necessarily give a probable cause and those type of things, you have the right to to ask, you know, why did you stop me? If they they also have the right to ask for ID and things like that. There's certain things is so depending on the course of the state. So compliance is key, but also we're staying on the side of, because remember, it was the officers that are trained, not the, civ the, the civilian, right? And so depending on why they stopped, and that's why it's very important to, to understand the protocol when they stopped them to begin with, because he's actually in his but rights I mean, to run. He's actually yeah, within the rights to run. Honestly, you know, Let me finish, Stacey. Let me finish. Let me finish. Can I finish? Make it quick. You can't talk he the whole show. The, I mean, if they stop him without probable cause and they don't go through their proper protocols, he's just a private citizen. I mean, if I'm walking out in front of my house and the police can't just stop me for no reason, right? I and with and I I can ask okay, them okay, why are you stopping me. He's so dead. The thing Aguna, is, unless Aguna, there's probable cause, he's and dead, they have and they had his funeral to today, Aguna. Him, they, Aguna, he's still within his rights. All this stuff you're talking about is like blah 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 blah. He's dead. They had his funeral today. Nobody wants to hear that. They just want to know how this doesn't happen again. That's what I was just saying. Yeah, you but know, you, you got to know your rights as a citizen. This rule and that rule. They didn't go by any rules. They just kept beating him. There weren't any Well, they, they beat him no because he ran, right? And the no, reason no, no. why they we're asking why he, he, he ran. They beat him before he ran. But they beat him more than he Wait. They beat him before he ran, and that's why he ran. So that, that, and that's why it's important to understand what the whole situation was beforehand. I know there's a lot of there wasn't a situation. So Stephen was talking about there are some rumors out there that these cops knew him was like a jump off, you know, all this other things going on. So now to your points, Todd, about the internal investigation, I think that the police chief, who's a black woman, did a mm -hmm. really good job of, you know, laying out and reacting. You know, and I've talked right. to friends in law enforcement. They talk about 
not the public perception versus the reality. And yeah, you got to get out in front of the story. You got to do an internal investigation. You know, these cops, it's a union state. And it so can be you got for her to get prosecution and have them fired and arrested in that amount of time. They must have had a, a very good case to do so because I've there have been they situations watch the video that, and they still they get leave of absence. They don't get charged. It's unprecedented for officers to get charged like that the way they did in the time that they did. Well, the, the chief so, of police said that they didn't, she doesn't even know why they pulled her, why they pulled the guy over. That's the point. That's yeah. the original point. Right. If they don't know why right. they pulled him over, he's within his rights to leave the scene. He's, it, it, okay, it, well, he couldn't he leave has the a scene. Citizen, you have That's not Leaving the scene and running away from cops is never, ever, ever going to go well. Never. But that's that's why they got charged with kidnapping. Now we're talking yeah, they about did. Right, they they, they, again. Yeah, if they had the right to restrain him, they he get charged with kidnapping. Him and they had his no mother would rather be alive. This is you're talking all after the fact. I'm talking about what's going to happen to not happen for this not to happen again. Look at George Floyd. We said what do we have to do where it won't happen again. What you do is you don't you don't cut funding for the police. Because when you cut I funding, didn't say anything about funding funding for the police. This is the, this is the, this is what happens when you cut funding from the police. No nobody wants to be a policeman, and they relax. They relax a lot of the, 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 the everything yeah. that that you have to be a it's cop. Not up to they you have relaxed everything. The police is up to that community. No, no, that became in vogue. To, to cut funding for the cops That's when you up do that, to that community. you it's cut not training me or and the cops else. that you that get community. you cut this if you cut the standards for the cops you get you're going to get thugs okay thank you um we got to move on we got to move not, on sorry. they are thugs this one one of the cops had was a was a uh worked in a jailhouse and he and he got prosecuted for beating somebody up but they they brought him into the police force because nobody wants to be a cop because the cops have been so demeaned. No, because the culture of that. No, because you don't understand what you're talking doesn't about. People properly. It has nothing so to do with this. if you look at this it article, they, re they relax the standards. Right, right on. If you look they didn't relax the standards. It's just a matter of, hey, right they relax the standards because like nobody wants to be a cop anymore. Excuse me. This first on CNN article um, by Jamie Dangle, Jeremy Erb. Elizabeth Stewart, updated 6.26 p.m. Thursday, January 26th. The National Archives asked former presidents and vice presidents to check for classified and presidential documents. So obviously, Keith, this is something that goes on with presidents and vice presidents. Um, it must be someone packs up all their things and just packs everything together and they throw it in a box and they move it, and sometimes the presidents and vice presidents don't even know if it's there. So why condemn President Biden when it's happened to every president and vice president in the last 40 years? Well, the only reason they're even dealing with this is because they picked on President Trump, <laughs> just picked on who he is. This whole thing should not yeah, even he, He's such a victim. They've he's been doing this since, uh, I don't know how long they've been doing this, since we've had presidents, maybe. I don't know. But uh, look at all the presidents we've had on down the line. I mean, how many of them have done the same thing? But now all of a sudden, Trump, just because in their effort to uh, persecute Trump, they have to do this. And so now another precedent has been set. But uh, do they I all cooperate. Do they so all cousin cooperate? Todd, so, Trump Cousin did. Todd, what it's is the difference? Why, why, you know, now we're finding out that 
uh, President um, Biden cooperated with the Justice Department and FBI, and he allowed them to search his home today in the Rehoboth Beach, Delaware area, and found out that there was no classified documents in his home. So, excuse me. Um, basically, this happens to all the presidents and vice presidents. So, why were they making a big deal over Biden? Well, or Trump. What happened was, um, I think oh, they should tighten up the rules about uh, classified documents. Um, I think it's too lax, uh, lackadaisical when you could just take it to your home or wherever and not bring it back. So the difference between Trump and Biden is Trump knew he had classified documents and they were begging him for over a year to give them back. Not true. That's a lie. And so then that is true. what happened That is was not true. He, because they okay. worked with him. Trump worked with him. Go ahead, Todd. Stephen, let Todd talk. They came, they so came to Trump's Todd compound. Talk. They, they came to his compound and they, they said, just put it on the... Thank you. Okay. So now... Zip it. Uh, he sent back some uh, classified documents. Now, the FBI said he's got more because somebody told on him. He's got more classified documents and his lawyer said, no, no, we gave you everything we had. No more classified documents. So they kept begging him. So after a year and a half of begging, the police, because he uh, did not comply with a subpoena. So that's when the FBI raided his house and found the rest of the classified documents. That's what happened. Joe Biden did not do what Trump did. He complied. And so that's why his house wasn't raided. The FBI did go to his house and search it, but it's a difference it's the between thing. searching your house and raiding your house. There's, there's a difference. Okay. <laughs> Stephen, you should be on Nickelodeon. Can I say something? Yes, go ahead. Well, I just want to Sesame say, Street. Um, you know, he, he, Todd must have forgotten or he didn't know that Trump, that previously the FBI had already been to Trump's house. They already knew that he had all of that and they excused it. They said everything was fine. Why don't you keep it locked up? They so, did not. That's true. They didn't, see, see, first thing, the FBI doesn't nonsense. have the authority to do that. No. They have the authority to say just keep it locked up. You oh, get yeah, just protect it. You got to get certified as a gift in order to... It's they already do. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to certify a certain room in, in your property, they that's knew. a gift. You had to make sure it they doesn't knew. have penetration from they knew. foreign that's entities that can in and stuff like that. They, so they can't just, the FBI just can't come down there and say, okay, everything's fine. They don't have the authority they to do knew that. He they had the authority of the National Archives to deem what's classified and what's not. knew he had the documents. They already so what are you talking about? You're, you're talking about one agency said something that it doesn't have the authority to do. So it sounds like you're lying. Well, why, how did the agency even come in the first place to take the stuff if they didn't have the authority? What are you talking about? Because they were given the authority by the archives to go do so. Okay, and they were given the authority to say that it was okay as long as he locked no, it up. No, they don't have the authority. No. You're talking about certifying a skiff. You can't do that if you're the FBI. You can't authority, do that. sir. You're wrong. No, no I'm, I'm absolutely right. <laughs> you're they wrong. off the you're dark way. The FBI can't just come down there. Oh, those are the documents. Okay, everything's They already fine. approved of it. 
Already approved. No, they don't. They don't have the authority yeah. to do that. The FBI is the Federal Bureau oh. of Investigation, not the certifier of classified documents. They already it's, approved. It's common sense. This is not. This is not. No, but uh, let's on. move on because the, he'll never get it, and he's making this no, up as he goes along. move on. I'm going to move on. I want our viewers so, to hear this. The you can federal, see the nonsense that he's saying. Right, federal I interest understand. rate. Aguna, let's start with you today. Look at this Wall Street Journal article written today uh, by Nick Timoros at February 1st at 6.39 p.m. The Federal Reserve nudged up a short-term interest rates by a quarter percentage point and signaled it was on track to do so again at its meeting next month while officials consider whether and when to pause increases late this spring. The decision today to raise the Fed's benchmark federal funds rate by a quarter percentage followed percentage point followed six larger consecutive increases to combat inflation, which hit a 40-year high last year. Officials raised rates by half a point in December and by 0.75 point in November. Aguna, that means they are trying to slow down people's spending. And why did they do that? Yeah, I mean, inflation is still going high. The problem is you have a record low unemployment, and then you also have, coupled by the fact that, you know, the economy is still growing, um, they're trying to slow it down. And the reason why they're trying to slow it down is is very simple. It's, it's because of the inflation, right? But at the end of the day, you know, you have a lot of high-paying jobs in the tech sector and things like that that are driving up cost of homes and housing in this in the country. So this is to try to slow down the rate in which banks are lending out money because early on you can you can get you can get all kinds of credit cards you can run up your debt so easily you know in this country now with the interest rate going up they're trying to slow down borrowing and that's not even just as an individual that's institutions borrowing from each other as well. Um, the interesting thing about this is interest rates were so low for so long that we got used to very low interest rates very low i'm talking yeah, about all yeah. so we got so spoiled with low interest rates now that interest rates are going up to where they were not too long ago i mean it's not that they're going up higher than they were it's going back to where they were like 10 maybe 15 years ago when we got used to you know when we did, weren't used to having low interest rate point in point in fact you know i my interest rates on my house was 2.9 percent right now the interest know, rate that low yeah, I was the greatest. I, I, now, now, but when I got my first house, it was almost seven percent, right? Now, you know, and now that the economy is readjusting, it's right back to around seven, eight percent, the same level it was when I got my first house. Do you but think it's going to work? Lower interest rates. It seems like, oh my God, it's going up so high. Do you think it's going to work to drive down inflation? Um, it it depends, and the, the reason why it depends is because this country is very diverse. Right. I mean, California has the seventh largest economy in the world. You know, you have, but then you have some. The rate is ridiculous in California. Well, and, and that's the thing. It's so diverse. So when the Fed steps in to do certain things, it won't necessarily work for everything right away. It takes different, it, it's going to be ebbs and flows. Right. I mean, to place a point in DC, you're not going to hit a recession. You know, they're going to have be they're going to be jobs all the time. People jump a job hunt all the time. But if you go to other parts of Virginia, maybe in the panhandle and things like that, where you don't have a lot of uh, high paying jobs, you know, it, okay. it's going to be a little bit different. Now, one dynamic that has shifted 
in this country since the pandemic has been the, re the remote working and teleworking. Yeah. That has caused a dynamic in which people can have high paying jobs and move to Florida and different places and still maintain a certain standard of living. And actually it's, it's increasing the standard of living in those areas, which is part of the inflation problem as well. So I, right. I do when, so, so to answer your question, Chris, to say I think it's going to work a up. little bit in certain areas. You already see it in some of the retail and the uh, in the grocery stores where prices are stabilizing a little bit. They're still going up though. Well, I, I live in a panhandle in Virginia, and it's not working here. Well, it's going to take some time. And yeah. see, the problem with Virginia is because we're such a diverse state. Most people in the rural areas don't like you know investing in the mm -hmm. urban areas that are going to really make the money for the rural areas to survive. It's always so, Nova Virginia right versus away. everybody else. Say what? Okay. It's, it's always Nova versus everybody else, Northern Virginia versus the rest of the state. Oh, yeah, right. and, and if you look at the revenue and and the revenue for the state, where is that mostly in? Nova. Nova, yeah, a lot of it is. You're right. Right. So so a lot of it's a cash 22. You can't expect us to, you know, the people in Northern Virginia because we're pretty much footing the bill. That's why people in New York are paying for people in Mississippi yeah. are subsidizing Mississippi and Alabama. But those are the same people that want to, you know, <laughs> want to cut off uh, fundings for other things that other states are paying for for them. OK, thank you. I got to move on. We got to move on. Thank you. I want to go to. Uh, oh, oh, Stephen, wait a minute real quick. Did you want to say something about the federal interest rate, Stephen? He said eliminate the, yeah, Fed. the, the federal. <laughs> the Fed needs to be dismantled they need to be done with we need to get rid of them they're not uh, uh, bankers they're individual companies that have that have taken over our country we don't need the fed we need to dissolve the fed to have a better country absolutely 100 that's the alternative we 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 become we become uh, more sovereign in our own country and we're not ruled by the fed we need to get rid of the Fed. That's not what we need. It's not helping any of us. It never has. It was never meant to help us. It was to make the very rich richer and to make the people that are that are working day to day poorer. Chris, what part of Virginia do you live in? Runner. Runner. So, so if you're saying get rid of the Fed, you know, the last time we didn't have a Fed was the Great Depression, right? That's the reason why we have the Fed. Was because, the, 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 the Great Depression was more than because we didn't have the Fed. It's because we had leadership like Joe Biden that took our country and took it no, straight no, to hell. No, we had a Great really Depression in this country well, because of the leadership in this country. Other yeah, countries didn't have a, a Great Depression. We did because of the Democratic leadership in this country. That's why we had a Great Depression. I can tell you not a finance guy. The Fed didn't pull us out of Depression. World War II did. I agree with that because we started spending and other people borrowed, but that was put in place to get out of the depression. Now, luckily, so the, we had Fed, a war the Fed, is the, Fed is the worst organization in the world. We do not need the Fed. We need I to just asked you Fed. for an alternative. You couldn't give me one. Any, just get rid of them. We don't need an alternative. We need to get rid of the Fed. They cannot so artificially the control you know what the Fed our does? country the way they have done it. What they have done is to hurt our Can country. Can you tell me what the Fed does? Need the free yeah, the Fed is a bunch of banks that come together to hurt the average person in our country. It doesn't help us. The Fed doesn't help us. We need to get rid of the the Fed. That's not. It's not anything to do with our federal government. It's the Fed. It's different banks that are organized together in an evil conglomeration that hurts this country. We need to get okay. rid of the Fed. Thank we don't you. need anything in place wanna, of them. We need wait, to get rid quick, of them. Real quick. 
Um, does someone want to talk about why, just real fast, why we should not get rid of the Fed? Because yeah, tell me why we shouldn't get rid of the Fed, Aguna. Because what? There's nothing to put in this place right now. What does that even mean? You can't get rid of all the all, of all the banks who control the money. It's just like just like when people you, you, say uh, nobody's in charge. Right. And then you're gonna it's have like when say we need to switch to electric cars. Well, we we can do that, but we can't get rid of the whole gas industry in one day to get to put electric cars on the road. The same people, people, people want to have electric cars are running the Fed. They're the same kind of people. No, you're, you're Stephen. When I hear you saying oh, get rid of the Fed, you're basically saying you don't want the dollar to be the reserve currency for the world. I do want the dollar you to be the yen, or you rather some other. The currency. Fed is not going to make sure that happens. Fed, what? What's going to hold? I mean, again, the Fed is not making sure that happens. It's other countries oh, that are going to make sure, sure that happens. It, it, it's not. Sure when Russia and China and other countries come country together, they can they can kill system. our dollar. So other saying, countries don't will kill our dollar, not the Fed. This country, the Fed doesn't help other us. countries would be willing to take on our debt or. China has China has our debt already. They they got they got they, they already do because we have a stable banking system because of the Fed. I mean, I don't okay. mind China having our debt if they're, you know, I, again, this is a global economy. It's not like we're going to pay it off here, All right, we got to move on. Thank you. George they're going to have more than our debt is, if we don't have the Fed. I'll who take is that. Congressman George Santos? Well, according to this, I'm going to share Never my screen. Get rid of the Fed. George Santos <laughs> is from New York. He's a congressman from Jesus New York. Christ. And they say this is every single lie he has told about himself. So let's look at this. Every single lie told by George Santos by the Intelligencer uh, that was written January 31st, 2023. Okay, they, he said that he lied about where he went to high school and college. His parents emigrated from, let me see if I can make that bigger. His parents emigrated from Brazil and he, he said he attended Horace Mann School in the Bronx. Well, uh, that they didn't have a record of him. Uh, and later, they said George Santos obtained a high school equivalency diploma. Then it says in college he lied about. He claims he graduated with a degree in economics and finance from Baruch College in 2010, which suggests he would have made it through a four-year program in just two years if he actually graduated from Horace Mann in 2008. But a Baruch, a Baruch, I'm sorry, representative told the Times there was no record of Santos being in the class of 2010, nor is there a record of Santos being a star on that school's volleyball team, as he claimed to Nassau County GOP chair, Joseph Cairo. A biography of Santos on the National Republican Congressional Committee states Santos also spent time at New York University, a claim that New York University itself could not corroborate. Later, he told the New York Post that he didn't graduate from any institution of higher learning. Let me say this again. He said later on he did not graduate from any institution of higher learning. Mm. He never worked on Wall Street either. And where did his money come from? Well, 
And con when he first ran for Congress, he filed a disclosure showing a salary of $55,000 working as vice president at a business development company called Linkbridge Investors, where he says he introduced investors to hedge fund managers, claiming once that he brought in $1 million in revenue in just six months. Even there, he was inflating his value. Newsday reports that the company's founder testified under oath in a 2019 lawsuit that Santos was just a freelancer who sold sponsorships for events and worked on commission. Now, let me, let's look at his, if you can see his resume. Says he was at Linkbridge. He was a project manager at Goldman Sachs Asset Management. Goldman Sachs Asset Management said that they had closed that division prior to the date he said he was there. He said he was a business development manager in Met Global, uh, at uh, Asset Manager Associate at Citigroup, which all said he was not. There he says he was New York University, MBA, international business, and had a GMAT score of 710. Well, if anyone knows about GMAT scores, they go from about five, the score ranges from 500 to 800, with 800 being the highest. He said he had a score of 710. He said he went to Baruch College, which there's no record of him, and had a 3.8 GPA um, in business and finance. But what they did say and found out was at <laughs> one point, he was a cross-dresser. Uh, how does someone yes, like this... Queen. How does someone like this get elected to Congress and still be a working member of Congress, Cousin Todd. Well, I don't know where he got all that money. He may have gotten that money as Katara dressing in drag. I don't know. People like to see that. So this is a con artist. <laughs> but this is a typical Republican. And what are the Republicans doing about it? Why Why was he uh, chosen to put on two committees? And what were those committees? One was um, small business something. <laughs> they just wanted and, to vote. And uh, yeah, but for Kevin McCarthy to put him on a committee with all of this controversy and these, all of the lies. These are the same people who put Herschel Walker in front of national team and try to get him to win. Exactly. Team. Well, Stephen so and Keith are, uh, wait, wait, wait. I mean, but, to, but the elephant in the room is who's the Democrat that lost to this dude? Well, I was going to say the same thing. Who did he, who did he beat? How bad was that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, what? Uh, wait, yeah, I, 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 I get no, it. No, he no, misrepresented no, no. himself. I get it. He right. misrepresented himself. So you bread. can't blame the Democrat that ran against him. If this of course you can. No, you cannot. He had a pristine um, resume. Nobody so looked at the Bernie's resume. The the RNC didn't get his resume. Yeah, you need a. He needs to call Lee Atwater. Lay rest in peace. Listen, he needs to vote the ghost listen, of Lee Atwater and try to get some mudslinging. Let me say this: um, for the Republicans to back him and not oust him, it tells you all you need to know about these Republicans. Okay, well, let's hear. Well, let's hear what Stephen and Keith have to say about wait, that. Wait, just before they come in. Keep saying wait. Because these people keep jumping in. What I'm going to say is time. McCarthy uh, got Ilion Omar off of a committee to put this boy on. Okay, Keith. Let's try to symbol that. 
can't talk for the whole show, Cousin Todd. Keith. You want Keith and Stephen to talk the whole show? Well, last I checked, last I checked, uh, our culture today accepts all of that because the Democrats that have been elected to office they didn't are do that. a bunch, bunch of crappy cheaters anyway. And yet nobody seems to care. So why are they so... Do you like uh, this drag queen? Huh? Do you, you like, like drag, drag queen? queen? Oh, did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just no, said? No, I did not hear you. We I'll want to know again. if you like this drag listen, queen and you want listen, him to stay in office. And listen Damn to or her, what do you call her? Before you criticize. Do I you, said the culture, the culture, American the Republican culture. culture. No, American. American culture accepts what you see right there before your eyes. Therefore, so do you want him, corrupt. her, to stay in office? Yes or no? Sir, do you approve? Sir, I do not reflect the American culture of today. I reflect the American culture of our founding. Okay, so let me ask you design, man. Let me get Stephen here. Stephen. Yeah. I think it was much more egregious. All the stuff that you listed that he did and cross-dresser, I don't care who cross-dresses. I don't judge people like that. And the stuff that he did that he lied about is not cool. I don't I don't like people who lie. I don't appreciate it. Do but you, you know what? What did the Democrat out? Party? What did the Democrat Party do don't to Elizabeth Warren? Do you what did the Democrat Party What did the Democrat Party do to Elizabeth Warren when she claimed to be Native American? They did nothing. But you know she got so much money because she was a minority, because she was an American Indian. She wouldn't be in office right now. <laughs> she wouldn't be in office right now unless she said, I'm Native American. You want to drink okay. a beer with me? I'll drink a beer Stephen, with Stephen you. Stephen went from being here to Chris. over here. He lost if, his credibility. If, if, if this would have been the Democrats, they would have done the same thing that the Republicans have doing and try their best. I don't, to I don't think so. They, can they have would the not. I don't think of course so. They, would have. they made Ileana Omar apologize immediately when I she kicked kick him out of Congress. You believe that time and lose the one vote that, it, that that would tip the balance in in the, in the House? Yes. Right? Now, I, I don't because I, I disagree, Chris. Because a lot of times Democrats try to to capitulate to to radicals, right? So it's like if, yeah, they yeah. if the Republicans would have raised such a sneak stink about this, they would have been forced to resign. I mean, most people okay, McCarthy doesn't time. care. McCarthy doesn't care. I think and, the Democrats would not have allowed this to happen. McCarthy okay, never got his job anyway. We're out of time. Do McCarthy you want him in or out? Wait a minute. Do you want him in or out, Stephen? Do you want this girl in or out? I, d I don't care. I don't care either way. Keith, because the Democrats didn't get rid of out. people like Warren. Democrat. Just the Democrats don't do what they have. Okay. You know okay, what? Okay, I don't care. Keith, the only reason you want him out is because you want the, you you want a, the numbers. You citizen? Keith, do you want her in or out? Out. Okay. Out. See, that's right. Be bold, Steve. What about you, Chris? I, I, I don't care. I, if he can do the job, Bob he can do the coward, job. Stephen. If he lied, if he lied, he. but Bob he can do the coward. job. They he took him off of his committees. He doesn't have the power that he had. Okay, Chris, and Aguna, to the voters. Are you, you a voter? Are you going to answer Todd's question? I got to move on. I, I, I want him out, Todd. You want okay. him out. Aguna, in or out, Aguna? Out. 
as an American citizen, I think you should want this guy as an American out. citizen for him to lie and deceive the constituents. What about Elizabeth Warren? Do you want Elizabeth Warren out? What about ism, Stephen? Grow up. Excuse me. Whoever lied to their constituents to get into office, they need to be go through another election with their constituents and see if their it's constituents elect them. Because if you think about it, um, Marion Barry was smoking crack and he got reelected in Washington, D.C. Council. So it's up to the constituents in the area of whether or not they want people to represent them based on what the truth is about that particular person. Uh, um, Stacey, I think Stephen's meds are wearing off. You want to do a round table? Do you want the Indian? Do you want Elizabeth Warren out? I, I want playing. yes, and I want her to go through Even the same brush process. Your hair is coming out. I want her to go through the same process yeah, as I said. You wish you was... had hair, Aguna. Actually, I don't. <laughs> you wish I you don't. had hair. So we're doing our round table. You. We're doing our round oh. table. Excuse yeah, me. That mullet stuff. You you can our have that mullet table. stuff. Excuse me. We're doing our round table, and I told you that I want to focus from now on, at least for the foreseeable future, on homelessness. We need to stop homelessness. This country is too rich. It's ridiculous for each one of us on here to walk by people and have them homeless and just to walk by people who are out in the street. It's not right. It's wrong. It is a stain on the America that was built. So yeah. I want each person starting with Keith. No, no, Stephen. no. You, I think you should start with Stephen because he looks homeless. He should probably right. be Keith, the one that. Keith, yeah. And, and, and I mean, this is serious. Keith, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stephen, Chris, Keith, Stephen, Chris, Aguna, and Todd. Go ahead, Keith. On how, how well, are we going to eradicate homelessness? Unfortunately, I think that most of these homeless people, at least the ones I encounter and talk to, because they're right not far from where I live, um, I think most of them would probably, if you got them, if you gave them a house or gave them a place to live, they'd still leave, walk out and be out on the street because that's just the way they want to be. And then a lot of them, uh, you can call it mental illness or you can call it what you want, but they'll end up right back on the street uh, in no time soon. So, you know, all you can do is minister to them the word. I believe as a Christian, I must minister to them the word of God and hopefully that they will uh, turn their lives around through Christ and uh, their belief and their faith. And if they do that, then they can have enough strength spiritually and mentally, then they uh, will be able to straighten their lives out, just like the rest of us, because right. we all you. have problems. Stephen. Right. If you, yeah, Keith, you're exactly right. You can bring them to Jesus. You can get a, try to help them give up whatever it is in their lives that are keeping them on the streets, whatever drugs or alcohol or whatever they're doing in their life that they want to do so much rather than to get their lives together to put them on the street, then it's not going to change. Of course, Stacey, we, of course we want to do stuff to help. And maybe we can put more money into it. But, you know, it's hard for this country to put more money into it when we're putting how many billions into Ukraine? How many billions to other countries? How many billions? Are we, how much? How many billions are we putting into our own homeless? You know what it's only going to do? It's going to get worse because we have such an influx of people coming into our southern border right now. Homelessness is going to do nothing but get worse. And what can we do to help it? I have no idea. It's, it's horrible. It's burdensome to all of us. It makes life hard on the people who are homeless and the people who aren't homeless who have to deal with the homeless people. Okay, thank we, you. If we need a solution, no, I don't I have it. Here. Okay, thank you, Chris. 
Uh, I think out of the 100% of people that are homeless, 30 are just want to be there and the other 70 are had financial problems. And praying to Jesus, I'm sure they've all done it. It's not going to get them out of being homeless. Uh, most of them are there because of financial Go ahead, Chris. So praying to Jesus is not going to get somebody or ministering to them is not going to make them not homeless again. But ministering to them and having people come to them and have people from the church help people, that has helped people for centuries. People can help Thank people. That's what, that's what it means. Not just pray for them and help something happens. It's yeah. actually active in helping people. Yeah, I mean, this, this if is, you die on the street, a major part of this is funding for the mentally illness, who, mentally ill who are just let out on the streets. I know in South Carolina, yeah, they've true. had a huge influx of mentally ill folks. And because yeah. if you think about it, this country, it, it, unemployment is at a very all time low. So there are jobs available for people who are willing to, and able to work. Right. In fact, that's why you have the problem. So the trying to, to work. Now, I will say this. Now, I've seen a lot of homeless people, you know, around where I am. And they have, they're begging, they have their sign in one hand, Starbucks coffee in the other. They have their dog who has a coat that's more expensive than mine on the yeah. dog. So, I mean, so that's there fair, is a lot of substance abuse. There's a lot of uh, people taking advantage of generosity as well. Because I will say, unlike in other countries, you, if you're homeless, you will not go without a meal in this country. I mean, That's I, right. Taco Bell up the street throws out lots of food in the garbage every night because mm -hmm. this is just how wasteful we are. You know, there's yeah. food everywhere. There's abundance everywhere in this country. But they, but you have to deal with the mental ill. You have to also yeah. get through the fraud. And you also have to get through the substance abuse. Because yeah. That's why you, do, you should not give homeless people money because a lot of times it goes towards... You're just taking the spending. Exactly. You know, That's exactly right. Alcohol, drugs, and things like that. Thank because you. if they really want something to eat, there's plenty of places to go get places to eat. Exactly. Okay. Um, I don't know about Aguna. Sometimes he listens to Keith and Stephen too much. <laughs> um, I give uh, money whenever I can to uh, homeless. And I really don't care what they do with it. I'm hoping that they eat with it. But nevertheless, up, when, Ty, a lot of when, I yeah, don't know that. I'm going to move on and keep this in my round table. Yeah, you're and getting them high. Good with, job. With uh, crazy Stephen talking about giving money to uh, different countries, we made a promise and we're keeping up our end of the bargain. So Ukraine, we're supposed to protect them because we told Ukraine, if you get rid of your nuclear weapons, we will protect you if anybody jumps on you. So now you want us. To do, what does this have to do with homelessness? Because this crazy person said we can take care of the homeless if we stop giving money to other countries. Now, do you want us to stop giving money to Israel? Israel doesn't need our money. No, I don't want to give so, Israel any money. They don't need our money. Okay. They take okay. it out of it. Okay, we're out of time. Right. Thank you. Well, I'm glad let's you not let's that. make no Thank mistake. You, the money that we're giving is fueling American industry. You think they're shooting? But what about the Ukraine? Uh, what about Ukraine, Aguna? All we're doing is continuing our, our, our defense contractors are benefiting from that. To our first responders in our communities, you make our lives livable. To our US, to our men and the and women in the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrificing your lives so that we are free to say whatever we choose on the show, we are forever indebted. On behalf of Aguna, 
Go just Eagles. Reality. Just I just want to be realistic on the show. Is that too much to ask? The Nigerian moderate Republican Keith. The independent thinker. Stephen. I mean Stephen, the independent thinker. Keith, okay. the constitutional conservative. We're both independent. Go, Keith, go. Sponsored by Rogaine. My cousin Chris. You should use it. He said, go ahead, Bills. Bald is beautiful. Bills that lost and are not Let's in the Let's go That's right. <laughs> and my cousin Todd. Kashmir. Are you cold, Todd? You got your hat on. <laughs> you can't be cold. You're like that, man. That's black Jesus. Black um, Jesus. People are Did good. I say to our first responders? Did I say that part? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you did did you I did great. You did. Yes. You did great. Okay, thank Stacey. you. I'm Stacy Johnson. Check us out on Twitter, Twitch, um, Instagram. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, like That's and subscribe low. to our YouTube channel. Uh, let's see the, what else. Check us the, out on Stephanie Stolbers. Let's go, birds. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. We're go birds and go Fauci. Go Fauci, Stephen. Just yeah, go Fauci straight to hell. Go to hell, Fauci. To next week. Oh, thank you to my cousin Jenny for coming on and talking to us about tennis. Thank you, Jenny. What does a tiger have to do with America? What is that? Tiger. You don't come through. I want to know why you all are. It's, it's, it's actually one of my favorite books, baby. Worried about if I'm cold or not. Why are you all in my clothes like that? I can wear a hat.